You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, you're joining me for our 200th episode. I'm really, really excited about that. As you know from listening, the original plan was that I had asked all of you to send in your top tip or something that you learned on the Blended Family Podcast, and I was going to include all of those in this 200th show. But for a couple of reasons, I kind of changed my mind about that. Uh, First reason being, I didn't have as much response from you guys as I really wanted to, to make that a full show for you. But even more than that, you know, I realized that, well, yesterday, if you're listening to this when the show comes out on Monday the 20th, Yesterday on the 19th was Stepmom's Day. As as I told you a few weeks ago, I just learned that there is a Stepmom's Day. In the first place, I didn't know that. But Stepmom's Day is exactly one week after Mother's Day. And I think that it's really important that I focus a show on stepmoms because Well, I think most of you really in this group are. I have lots of bio moms. I have some dads. But let's face it, stepmoms have one of the, or well, the, I would say, the most challenging role in the blended family. So I thought it would be really fitting today to focus on that. And of course, I have a great interview for you today, which is about stepmoms, and you're going to love that interview, and we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Um, For those of you that did send in the tips, it's okay. I will save those for a future show, so I still appreciate that you did that for me. but we'll just hang on to those. And so, and then of course, there's a giveaway also at the very end of the show. Like I always do when I have an expert interview, this is um, somebody who wrote a book and it's called The Stepmoms Club. That's who I'm gonna be talking to today. And we will be giving away a copy of this book at the end. So make sure you stay tuned at the end of the show for that. I will not be doing a finance tip today because you'll see that we discussed that a little bit in the interview. We talk a little bit about finances, but I will let you know again that I offer free financial review sessions. So if any of you need help with your finances or you don't know if you need help, or maybe you're having a debt issue, or maybe you need help making more money, or maybe you need help looking at your retirement, it doesn't matter what it is. If you need any assistance at all, that is something that I offer for free. So if that is something that interests you, please just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule. That's my scheduling link. And of course, you'll see coaching there and all kinds of options. But there is one there called free financial review. And you would click that and you'll get me for 30 minutes to an hour where we can go over some of your questions and go over your financial situation and see if there's anything that we can do to help and make sure that you're on the right path. Some people don't really need much help at all. We Sometimes we just take a look at what they've got going on and we say, you know what, you're doing great. No need for anything else. So you won't know unless we take a look. And let's see, I don't have a lot of announcements today, uh, but because it's a stepmom show, I do have a special 
message to my stepmoms because I love you all so much and you know that I'm a stepmom too, right? So I understand. And being a stepmom is one of the hardest jobs in the world. I mean, we know that parenting is the hardest job in the world, right? But as a stepmom, it's even harder because the difference in being a stepmom is that you're expected to parent those children like they're your own children. You're expected to love them like they're your own. You're expected to treat them like they're your own, which is already unrealistic for a lot of people, right? Some people just aren't capable of that, but that's what people expect of us, right? But you're not allowed to discipline the kids like they're your own kids. You're not allowed to show disappointment in them like you do with your own kids. You're not angry. You're not able to get angry with them like you do with your own kids. So where's the fairness here? As stepmoms, we are judged and criticized harshly for having our own opinions. We get disrespected from our stepkids, but unlike our bio kids who we can punish when they disrespect us, our stepkids, we have to just ignore it, right? We have to bite our tongue. And often our spouse doesn't even allow us to handle situations if they feel we're being too tough on their child. Every family is different, so I'm not trying to generalize. And I know that's not everyone's experience, right? Some of you guys are having great experiences with your, your role as a stepmom, and that's fine. But I'm talking about those of you who are really struggling. For many of you, this is a really hard situation and you don't feel like you have a voice and you don't feel like you can say or do the things that you need to do or the things that you do with your own bio children. So being a stepmom is a battle and the odds are stacked against us too, aren't they? Now I'm not here today on the stepmom special to tell you how to make all that go away. I can't, I wish I could. Boy, if I had the answers to make your problems go away, I would be a millionaire by now and I can't. But what I want you to know is that I see you and I know that you're hurting and I know that a lot of what you endure as a stepmom, it's not fair. And I want you to know that you're not alone. And you know this, I say it all the time. We all know that we're not alone, but truly you're not. If you knew how many stepmoms are writing to me on a daily basis. And if you're not in our Facebook group, you need to go on over there, blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. And you'll really see that you're not alone, that people are in this with you. But I want to recognize you today, especially if your family didn't recognize you for Mother's Day or for Stepmom's Day, because you're not technically the mother, you should be recognized. But let's just understand that not everyone thinks of stepmoms as the fierce, strong, amazing superheroes that they are. And that's okay. As long as you know who you are, as long as you know how special you are, that you are the kind of woman who can care for a child not born to her, and that you can do so with love, even if you don't feel loving at that moment, that you can put your own wants and needs behind everyone else's in your family, and that you can even do that with a smile on your face, even when you know that unfair things are being said about you, I know, I know every feeling, every emotion that you're going through, and I know how hard it is. But you are putting up this fight every day because you're strong and because you know how to do the right thing. So I'm proud of all of you. I think you're all remarkable. And whether or not you received recognition this year for your efforts, 
I am telling you that you are spectacular, that you are enough, and that your blended family is super lucky to have you. And if you're not a stepmom today listening, can you please share this show with a stepmom that you know who could benefit from listening to this message? And even if you're not a stepmom listening today, don't let it stop you from listening. Don't turn it off because it's always helpful to learn about the challenges that other people face in your blended family. Shifting perspective is all it takes sometimes. So I encourage everybody to take a listen. And with that, let's get right into the special guest interview for my stepmoms. Enjoy. Today, we have joining us Kendall Rose, who wrote the book, The Stepmoms Club with some other women, how to be a stepmom without losing your money, your mind, and your marriage. She's an accomplished public speaker who has been a featured guest and provided commentary about blended family legal and financial challenges and solutions to leading media outlets. Welcome to the show, Kendall. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot to talk about. Um, And I love, I just want to say right up front, I love that you created something solely for stepmoms because I think that we are the group that struggles the most in the blended family. As I mentioned earlier, we were talking and I think that there's a stigma against stepmoms that stepmoms are wicked and bad and wrong. And I think that that stepmoms are sometimes very misunderstood. And so I really appreciate that you did that. But before we really talk about the book, I want to hear a little bit more about you, your story. So tell us a little bit about how you came to be a stepmom and a little bit about your journey there. First of all, I could not agree with you more about everything you just said. It is truly incredible that stepmothers have been relegated to some of the most evil fairy tale characters in history. It is so upsetting when you think about you have young children going to watch Cinderella and other type of movies like Snow White and the stepmother is portrayed so horribly. It's really unfortunate. But my stepmother journey started over 25 years ago And the Stepmoms Club is a true club. So think about it. 25 years ago, there wasn't Facebook. There wasn't Instagram. You know, it was a situation where you would go search for support groups and they didn't have any of those support groups. So what ended up happening is a group of us started to meet on a regular basis because we became friends through our children. And in one thing that became such a strong pull together was the fact that they were also stepmothers. And we would start to get together on a regular basis and we formed our own support stepmoms club. Wow, that's amazing. And you know, I didn't think about that, that really you're right. Facebook and none of the social media outlets were there before. So you didn't have that. And it's really amazing that you created that on your own. Tell me a little bit about your blended family. Uh, So from a blended family perspective, um, I came into children uh, that were under the age of elementary school and then had my own child very quickly after that, a year later. And being a single individual, all of a sudden you're thrown into being a stepmother. 
I mean, it was me, myself, and I. And then all of a sudden, you are handling the role of a stepmother and a mother at the same time and making lunches and taking children to activities and going to school for meetings. And before you know it, you realize, wow, I didn't realize what I was getting into. (laughs) (laughs) Most of us, most of us don't, right? We think it's going to be just rainbows and lollipops and it's going to be so amazing. And then we realize after we get involved that it's not easy and that there's a lot of challenges there. And yeah, you're right that we don't always have people to talk to about it. Um, So you started meeting, were these girls just your, your friends that you were talking to every day and you decided to get together, what, once a week? What did you do? We decided that we would get together on a regular basis and we would try to do it once a month. And we would go to a restaurant. uh, So we would meet for dinner or maybe sometimes it would be beforehand, maybe happy hour that would go on a little bit longer than we thought. And we would really start chatting. And inevitably, the conversation went to certain challenges or situations that as a stepmother, we were currently involved in. And Amongst us, people would share if they had had a similar situation because we were in all different stages of our stepmotherhood journey. There were some that were newbies. There were some that had been in the trenches for a long time and more veteran. And we would really just talk about ways to handle a situation. Sometimes it would be tough love. And then sometimes it would be tears and you know somebody would pass around tissues. But at the end of the day we helped each other. We really provided guidance, support, tips, way to handle being a stepmother, situations that you didn't think about how to handle. And it always ended with feeling better at the end of the evening. Yeah, I bet. Because sometimes just knowing that you're not alone in a situation and that you have other people that actually share your struggles, not that you want anybody else to go through pain, but when you know somebody's dealing with it, it makes you feel less alone. And so I think that that's, that was wonderful for you. And, and for this book that I have in my hand right now, which is wonderful, I've been reading it. I want to talk about it because I know that you were meeting for what you said, 20 years yeah, this group has been together almost 20 years. Yes. Okay, how many, how many ladies are in the group? There, well, so there's the core four of us, but we would always have stepmothers coming in and out of it. Somebody would have a friend, somebody would have somebody who was coming in from out of town. Whatever the situation was, the group always ended up being much larger than our you know, core four of us. So there might be times where we would have eight or 10 people sitting around the table. And the book itself came out of one of our evenings. We were all together. Wow. So tell me about that a little bit. So we started talking. It was many years after we had been getting together. And one of the outsiders that came in to join us one time thought, gosh, you know, said out loud, gosh, I wish I had a group like this where I'm from. Have you ever thought about sharing this set of ideas and advice 
and guidance and information that you have learned from one another in some kind of format. Because by then, you know, you've had all the social media and you've had the bloggers and you've had podcasts. And we all looked at each other because we're kind of veterans at this point thinking, okay, um, I don't even know what this person's talking about necessarily from a social media perspective. And we thought, huh, if in fact we were to put something together, what would it be? And we turned over the placemat and outlined things that we have shared with other stepmothers. And it became really the outline for our book. And over the course of all these years, we have worked on it. Wow. Well, it really is a good book. And you talk about format of the book. And what I like is I I love the format because each chapter, you know, deals with a different topic, but sprinkled throughout for the listeners, sprinkled throughout the book, there are personal stories that are relevant to each chapter from each of the members that, that helped to write this book, each of the stepmoms in the club would write something. And then at the end of each chapter is a little bit of a takeaway. So I really do agree that the format of the book is very good. It's easy to read and the book is very relatable. I think if you're a stepmom, just flipping through this book, you can find tons of stories and topics that are relevant and that are going to help you. Um, One of the first things I really want to talk about that's interesting in the beginning of the book, uh, which is, let's see, I'm flipping it open. Chapter two is called Do the Math. And I think it's really interesting that you are a financial advisor. And of course, that's that's some of the work that we're into now as well. Um, But you actually have a chapter about finances. And I think it's really amazing because most blended family books don't ever talk about finances, right? It's a completely separate topic, people think. And people don't realize how much finances come into play in a blended family. And you actually created a whole chapter on this. And I know that that's because you've been in the financial industry for a really long time. And you knew from your professional opinion, you knew that it's important. So I'd like you to talk about that a little bit. Why did you create a whole chapter on finances? You must have seen how this has come into play in the lives of your friends. So let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. And the reason why we formatted the book the way we did is it's really a reflection of what our monthly get-togethers would be like because we would talk about situations and then inevitably we would be taking out a piece of paper and writing down what somebody just told us and then we would recap it in our minds after reading through it maybe somewhere before our next meeting. So it really became a tutorial for other stepmothers And of course, the stepmothers were trying to do 15 million things at once, and our memories don't exactly serve us as as well as we'd like it to. So it was good to have these little bullet points and check marks that we could put next to something to know that we took care of it. Um, But the reason for the first two chapters, which is about doing the math and also reading the documents... That's really important, too, because as I had mentioned when we were talking earlier, all of us that were in our stepmom's club group never thought about reading the divorce decree or the parenting plan until we all started talking about it. And the reason being is every single detail about finances and custody and visitation and activities, you name it, if it's very detailed, is spelled out. 
And because it's a legal document, there's nothing to discuss. A judge signed off on it in a legal court, and it doesn't matter until you're blue in the face talking about it. Nothing will change unless your partner goes back to court. And we all know that that takes an emotional and a financial burden on your relationship. And that's really something that you need to seriously consider before even thinking about going back to court to make changes. So the documents are important. And once you have read through all the documents and you understand exactly what your partner is responsible for in the blended family situation related to children from his previous relationship, then you need to sit down and do the math. And what we mean by do the math is how much money is going to be in your household that is used for what's over your roof. And what do I mean by that? Mortgage, electricities. What type of money, dollars and cents, is left for your household? And you take out a pen, piece of paper, and you start writing it all out. Because what this shows you is what your partner is financially responsible for, and then what might you be responsible financially responsible for? How is your life impacted based on what is not going to be used within your household? Yeah. And that's a really good point because most people don't even pay any attention to that until they're way involved. And then people get upset and they're asking questions about where the money is going and why are things a certain way. When you're right, everything is kind of set up for most people. And now some people don't have the documents and, and they didn't do it that way, but most people do have that. And it is a good idea to kind of take note of what's going on because sometimes Believe it or not, your partner may not even know because the last time your partner read over the documents could have been years. And maybe it's good to have a refresher and to sit down and go over that stuff together. That's a really, really good point. What do you think is the biggest challenge financially for blended families? Uh, I would say understanding the net income for your household. Because once you do all the math, remember, that's likely pre-tax. So you have to factor in and what is the dollar amount that's re-available, usable dollars? Because once you factor that all in, understanding there's alimony, there's child support, there might be you know, special circumstances outlined, like college, private school, braces. I mean, you name it, tutors. It can be the gamut. But then there is the unavoidable extra expenses that are not outlined in there. And that's where you see so often the heated discussions or the misunderstandings or possibly even the resentment. Yeah. Yeah, finances are a big deal. That's that's why we started to do it really because we know that a lot of blended families are challenged in that area. There's a lot of mouths to feed, lots of kids and lots of like you said, uh child support issues, alimony issues. So, um do you do you help people being that you're a financial advisor already? Do you incorporate that and and bring that into helping blended families or do you keep it separate? Just curious. Um, from a standpoint of helping other stepmoms, it is very much an educational aspect that we provide. We always recommend that you talk with your own personal financial advisor. Talking with an estate attorney is so important as well, because think about it. 
if you have children from a previous relationship, your partner does, all of a sudden, then you have a child together. There is different sets of guidelines as to maybe how you want to set up your will or trust needs to be brought into the equation. So do you have a one trust? Your partner has another trust. Then together you have another trust. And all of a sudden it becomes complicated that you really need to turn to the experts to have this assistance. And it has been shown from research that the biggest argument in any relationship is money. And when you add the emotional aspect of blended family as well, those challenges can escalate. And it is so important to have a third party working with you who can level the playing field and give you all the practical necessary advice to do it properly. Well, I wholeheartedly agree with that because it's very challenging and it gets very tricky. So, but I'd like to move on from finances. Um, The book is about stepmoms and we all know that stepmoms struggle in a lot of ways. I want to know from you, what would you say is the biggest, and I know there's a lot of, lot of challenges, but what would you say is the biggest issue that maybe comes up repeatedly in your group uh, or that your friends struggle the most with as a stepmom? I would say trying to be everything to everybody and then losing who you are. Think about it this way. Before you became a stepmother, you had a group of friends, you had activities, you had hobbies. And when you get pulled into the stepmom vortex, as we like to call it, all of a sudden you are being pulled in so many different directions. And because as women, we are nurturers and we're pleasers. We're trying to do everything for everybody else except ourselves. And we lose who we were before we became stepmothers. And we don't schedule the time for ourselves. So would you say self-care is extremely important for stepmoms? I would say self-care is paramount and has to be at the top of your list. Because if you're not healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, how are you going to be for others? So self-care is extremely important. And finding the time to do it. Yeah, well, that's the biggest thing, right? Because like you said, we put ourselves last many times and and everyone needs something. And so our stuff gets put to the bottom of the list. So you have to pencil it in because if you wait for the spot to open up in your day, it's never going to happen. And so I think that if women would just schedule it into their calendar, like you did, like your monthly club, I think that that's a wonderful thing to do to schedule that time in with your girlfriend so that you can go and do something for you, have a cup of coffee, get a breather. So, um, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you, you must've scheduled it into your calendar and so did the women that were meeting with you. So I wonder why people don't do that more often. It's interesting because I think what we have heard from other stepmothers outside of the core stepmom club originally is because they want to blend and please others, by the time they thought about spending time for their self-care, they were completely wiped out. So it wasn't necessarily a conscious decision. 
For lack of self-care, it was more of an exhaustion aspect. So think about it this way, and I'm sure many of the listeners can (laughs) empathize with the crazy calendars that we all keep. Color-coded, you know, (laughs) weekends on, weekends off, one day a week, you name it. And for different children, you have different colors on that calendar. Well, you know what? Make yourself a color-coded person on that calendar as well. And schedule it. Yeah. Even even if it's just running out by yourself to the gym or to the park or to the beach and just putting your toes in the sand, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a big excursion, but you need to be doing some self-care. Even if it's the bath, I don't care if you have to lock yourself in the bathroom, put on some candles and a glass of wine, but you need to do that sometimes because as a stepmom, I feel like our needs get neglected a lot. And I want to also talk about the fact that yesterday was Mother's Day. And um, if you're listening in real time, and I know that Stepmother's Day is a completely separate holiday, which I love that I just learned this actually a few weeks ago. And I love that because I think that a lot of stepmoms feel slighted on Mother's Day, right? Because the day is for mothers and we all understand that, but stepmoms are mothers too. And a lot of them are doing double duty and they just on what happens on Mother's Day is a lot of times kids do for their mothers, for their biological mothers, and the stepmoms just kind of get pushed off to the side. And I know that that's a struggle for a lot of stepmoms. Has that happened? Has it been brought up in your group before? Oh my gosh, this is a very hot topic. As a matter of fact, the book itself opens with a happy Mother's Day message to all the stepmom readers because it is an emotional day. Because we talk about this often when we get together. Our stepchildren have mothers. And as a mother, they want to spend time with their children, the majority of them, with their children on Mother's Day. And we say you need to take a step back, put yourself in that mother's shoe, and understand and have that empathy It's not that the stepchildren don't want to be with you, but they have a mother. So you know what? There's another Mother's Day. It's Stepmother's Day. It's the following Sunday. Okay, if you can't do it then, pick another day. We all know in blended families, you celebrate certain events on different days. It's just how it is. And if you emotionally make it a big deal for yourself, it's not helpful. Take the time for yourself. Enjoy the peace and quiet. Do something that you want to do and make that your self-care day. Which I love because it's so interesting that there's not a stepfather's day. And I think that there's a reason for that, right? Because men don't get as hung up on that fact of, oh, I feel sorry for myself. It's, it's, you know, Father's Day and I'm not getting to be with my stepkids. Men don't really react that way, the way women do, but we're such emotional creatures and we let things really get to our heart, right? We take everything so personally, but I think that we do need to move away from that because um, it does also can put some pressure on the kids too, feeling like they can't please both sets of moms at the same time. And so I really love that there is a stepmother's day. And I think that we need to really make sure everybody knows that because like I said, shockingly, I didn't, I don't know how I didn't know. I've been doing this podcast for <laughs> over four years. I've been a stepmom for over 12 
Yet I had no idea that there's a special day for me. And we, we just celebrated everything on the same day. Um, but you know, it's crazy anyway, because as the kids get older, I, how old are your kids now? Oh, they're in their 20s. <laughs> okay, so you know how it is. My kids are teenagers and they're already like... Yeah, I mean, two of my kids were not even home this weekend. They were at a music festival and I didn't even see them. And it's it, and I, I did the whole feeling sorry about myself too for a little bit. And it was, it was one of my stepchildren and, and my bio child went together. And I was, you know, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to see my kids on Mother's Day. And I said, you know what? It really doesn't matter because my husband made sure I had a nice day. And the, the point is, are you going to have a nice day? You don't, it doesn't really matter what you do. If it's just doing something for yourself, that's just as fine as long as you enjoy yourself. And if the kids aren't with you or if they didn't make you a card or they didn't make it special or they were fighting, it's okay. But it's Mother's Day. So make sure you have a good day. As a stepmom or a bio mom, you need to be responsible to make sure that you enjoy yourself. That's how I feel about that. Um, yeah, I would 100% agree with that. And, you know, it's interesting what you mentioned related to stepdads. You know, I think society plays a role in this because when you hear of somebody who is a stepfather, people praise them. You know, you're the savior. You're, you're bringing on, you know, children from somebody else and you were there as a hero, but yet we as stepmothers are evil. We're step monsters. I mean, why is that such a case? You're right. And where did that come from? Why, why don't we, why don't people look at us and say, wow, that, that mother or that woman has now taken on children that are not even her responsibility. Why, why don't we get looked at as heroes? Where does that come from? You know, I swear it has to do with all those Disney films, always talking about bad stepmothers and all this. I don't know where it comes from because it isn't right. And I know so many stepmoms that are doing phenomenal things for their families and really bringing families together. And some of them are even stepping in where the bio mom has stepped out. Um, so it really is a shame. And I wish that we could change the stigma. And I think that we're, we're on our way to doing that really with the work that you're doing and, and many of us are doing now for blended families. Um, I want to talk a little bit about bio moms for a second because I think that some bio moms also get a bad rap. And I love what you did here with this book because you actually made a section about that. And, and you know, even though this is a book for stepmoms by stepmoms, you still made sure that you included in here um, a section about bio mom. And what I love is it's actually page 182, if anybody gets the book. You have here a letter from the maybe not so crazy ex-wife to the stepmom. Tell me why you did that because, and I can't, I wish I could read the whole letter now because it's really, really good. It's basically um, everything that, that the bio mom would want to say, the stepmom. So why did you do that? Well, in the stepmoms club, we have stepmoms who are biological mothers, stepmoms as well. And this was a topic that came up because different individuals react differently to all these situations. And when we would get together, many times, one of the stepmoms would jump in and say, well, I'm a biological mother too, and I have stepchildren, and I don't act that way. Mm. I would never talk to my ex's current spouse that way. I would not want my child's stepmother to be doing X, Y, and Z. Or from that flip situation, 
I love what my stepmother does for my children. So it, it was a very interesting dynamic, and we thought it was important for everybody to understand there's two sides to every story, and then somewhere in the middle is reality. Yeah. And talking for the bio mother, which I know a lot of people don't like using biological mother and stepmother. So whatever phrases you're most comfortable with, we thought it was really important that we include both sides. Yeah. And I love that's one of my things that I do on the show. And you probably know from listening that I always like to talk about perspectives and how things look like to somebody else, because we never know what someone else is going through and what the challenges are that they face. And I think that sometimes people make assumptions when they really don't know. And sometimes it gets really confusing because you're hearing kids go back and forth saying different things from home to home and things get misconstrued and, you know, angers flare up and you think, well, you, you hear your child say something and then you think you know what went on at that other house and it's not really as the child said. And then people can end up getting into arguments. So I really like that you added that in. I mean, even for myself personally, my, um, my ex uh, actually just got married yesterday. Um, and I know that the, the woman doesn't really care for me. And there's really not a reason that I know of, except maybe things that she's heard that aren't true because I never had a problem with her, you know, and, and I've tried to foster a relationship with her and I can tell that she doesn't care for me. And, you know, it's just one of those things. You can't do anything about it. But I think that that's why that, that chapter really spoke to me because I think that sometimes stepmoms just don't really know how bio moms actually feel. And, um, and I think that a lot of times bio moms don't know how stepmoms feel. I mean, it, it, goes, it goes around for everybody. And I think if people could just try to understand one another a little bit better, I think that it would help a lot of situations in blended families, truly. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. In addition, having empathy yeah. is so important. You might not want to believe something is being said. You might not even know if what is being told to you was really even said. And there might be untruths about that out there, but it doesn't matter because what somebody else's opinion of you is, is their opinion of your business. Yeah. I always say it's, it's, (laughs) Someone's opinion is none of your business because we really can't do anything about it. And that's what I learned too. You know, I finally learned it doesn't really matter what she thinks. I know who I am. And that's what every, every mother and stepmother, whoever you are, you have to know who you are. You have to feel good about who you are and you're never going to please everybody. It doesn't matter what you do. You could be the best stepmother in the world. You could be the best mother in the world. Somebody's going to have something negative to say about you. And that's just the way that it is. So you just want to make sure you're fostering a good relationship with your kids and your, and your uh, bonus kids. And that's really all you can do, right? Right. That is the most important thing along with taking care of yourself. Yes. Yes. Because you can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. Yes, absolutely. So let's, let's talk about a little bit about these stepmom clubs. Have you, after you released this book, when did, when did this book come out by the way? Uh, May of 2018. It just, okay. It's been a year and it was a number one new release on Amazon for blended families and step parenting. Well, I can certainly see why. So after this book came out, did you see that other stepmoms started to form clubs around the US or has it taken off like that? 
Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, we received many requests to help others form a stepmother's club around the country. It's been incredible, the response and the fact of the need. Because if you think about it, there are 16 million stepmothers in the U.S. alone. And 1,300 blended families form every day. And 50% of the children in the U.S. today are living with one biological parent and some step-parent. The numbers are astonishing and the need is out there because there aren't support stepmom groups. So forming your own, whether you do it how we did it, where we would get together on a monthly basis and have meals and drinks, or you do it like a book club. And I've helped many stepmothers form book clubs and use the Stepmoms Club book as the first book to get together and talk about because there's such good resourceful information in addition to the tips and the guidance that is very helpful to other stepmothers. Oh yeah, totally. Even in the back of the book, I noticed that you've got a whole um, online divorce resource guide, which is broken down state to state, which is wonderful because if you, you can know exactly where to go for help. So I think that that's great too. It is a very good book. So how do people get, start these clubs? What's your advice on how to get one started if somebody wants to start right now? What we have found to be successful from others who are starting them out is via believe it or not, social media, whether it be through Facebook, Instagram, reaching out to others who are stepmothers and asking to get together as well, even in a small format, any shape or size, by having that camaraderie of other stepmothers, people have formed these groups. Yeah. And I'd like to say for the listeners, anybody who's uh, in the Facebook group, by the way, Kendall, are you in our Facebook group? I believe so. Yes. Okay. So um, for the listeners, if you want to join, it's blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group, but you could even make a post there if you want to start one of these clubs. And I know in person, I think is much better because you really get that that feel of being with people. But if there's nobody in your area, maybe you can even start like on Zoom, some kind of, because I know you can have multiple people on Zoom and you can even meet that way if you have nobody in your area. But I agree in person is great because you can always share those hugs and the tissues, like you said, sometimes it's necessary. (laughs) Uh, So that's, I, I think that everybody should really start to form these. I think that it's a wonderful thing. Is that probably what saved you going through the hardest times of your blended family? There is no doubt that if it wasn't for our group, getting each and every one of us through challenging times, we wouldn't have survived. Totally. So for the listeners, again, this is called The Stepmoms Club, How to Be a Stepmom Without Losing Your Money, Your Mind, and Your Marriage. I think that you'll find that the book is is quite different than many other blended family books that you've read. And I know that you're going to love it. And I'm going to add the link to the show notes for you along with every other link that she has. There is one other topic I wanted to discuss is that, and this is so, so super cool. And I just found out about this today, that Kendall and her friends designed a special piece of jewelry, which is 
a stepmom specific jewelry that you can wear. And then when you're out and about, when other stepmoms are wearing it, you can recognize them for being another stepmom. That way you can strike up a conversation, whether you're at school, at the park, wherever you're at. It's just a wonderful thing. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. As a matter of fact, think about it when you are a member of other type of clubs, whether it's a tennis club or if it's, you know, a country club or a golf club or even whatever it may be, there's always a logo. And think of sororities when, or fraternities when you were in college. You would see that logo and all of a sudden you felt connected immediately. And we thought, wouldn't that be great if we had some form of emblem logo that we would automatically recognize and then if somebody was wearing it or it was a sticker on their car, what have you, you would realize that you were part of that same stepmom club and you knew what they were going through, you had their back, and you wanted to give them that big hug because you just get it. And we sat down and started sketching out ideas. And the logo is actually the wallpaper of the book itself. And we incorporated, if you look closely, an S, an M, and a C into the heart design, which represents Stepmom's Club. And the necklace and bracelet, the sticker are so easy to notice. And if somebody's wearing it, you feel that you're connected and bonded immediately. And we started working with a jewelry designer um, by the name of Marlon Schiff. And she helped us to bring this logo to life as a piece of jewelry. And for the listeners, I know you can't see it, but I've actually seen this beautiful necklace and bracelet and it is quite outstanding. The logo is really, really nice. Um, You're going to love this jewelry. And I think what we're going to do, we haven't worked out the details yet, but I think we're going to do, in addition, at the end of this show, we're going to be giving away a copy of the book because I always do that. But I think I'm going to run a contest this week. If you share, and I'll, I'll, I'll post about this show in the group and on the page. And if you share it, um, I think Kendall will pick a winner. That's probably what we're going to do, but more details to come about that once we kind of figure all of that out. Uh, I think that, that that's a wonderful thing. And I'm going to post, I'll post the link to buy the jewelry as well on the page, plus every other link that is Kendall's. Uh, before we go, can you give the listeners one last piece of advice? I would say be true to yourself. Understand that being a stepmother is challenging. It's rewarding. It's wonderful. But you also need to take it slowly, especially for new stepmothers. Put your toes in the water. Let everybody understand that this is an adjustment, not just for you as the stepmother, but also the children and your partner and blend slowly. That's wonderful, wonderful advice. 
Yeah. One step at a time. You have to, otherwise you drive yourself crazy trying to figure out all the moving pieces at once. That's wonderful advice, Kendall. And, and how do people reach out to you if they want to? So on Facebook, it is the Stepmoms Club. On Instagram, it is the Stepmoms Club. And we also have a website, www.thestepmomsclub.com. Wonderful. And I hope to have you back on the show in the future. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. It would be an honor to be on your show again. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know that you had to enjoy that interview because I did so much. And as promised, I have a giveaway for you. We're giving away a copy of this fantastic book, The Stepmoms Club, How to Be a Stepmom Without Losing Your Money, Your Mind, and Your Marriage by Kendall Rose, who you just heard here on the show. For anyone who wants to be entered into these monthly giveaways, all you need to do is join the list. And you can join that by going to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash subscribe. It is free and I'll only send you about one newsletter a month. But we do these giveaways usually one a month. Usually it's the first show of the month. I know we're veering off of that right now. But anybody who is a member of my list is automatically entered to win. And we do all kinds of different giveaways. So you definitely want to join us there. Uh, Today's winner is going to be Lindsay Chamness. Lindsay, I will be sending you an email so that we can arrange to get this book over to you. And for anyone who did not win and you still want a copy of this book, I highly recommend it. Just check out the show notes where you can go to get your own copy. I love you all so much. Talk to you next week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.